Sheesh. He's finally back, and we got him on the podcast. Wow. Well, who are you talking about? I'm talking about you. <laughs> Mr. I got, a, I got a residency in Vegas now. I'm sipping mojitos by the pool. Start, start the podcast. I got to get into this. <laughs> Day one lifestyle and friends, the podcast that is. I'm here as always, Fabs 304, with my guy, Las Vegas's new gambling degenerate yep <laughs> mr i sit by the pool and drink mojitos mr i yep. got a residency with my guy drizzy drake in yep. club vx or wherever the hell drake's got his residency now mr i'm playing keno i'm playing slots with the old folks in the casino i'm doing it all i can't believe we got you on the line off i can't believe we got you here in the building now man <laughs> this is crazy bro i'm finally back I'm finally almost recovered from my uh, four-day stint out there. I'm finally almost like, man, I feel like a normal human being again, man, because we back, though. But I'm glad to be talking to my A1, day one, my dog, Garrett, a.k.a. Canelo Alvarez, man. How you been? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm I'm better now that I'm talking to you, and I, I gotta get into you though. Let me let me get my jokes off for you real quick. You know the Twitter followers <laughs> were wanting the same thing though, bro. Like you you were eating good out there. I mean I don't know if you hit a, a a nice a nice round on the blackjack table or what, but man you were eating good. You were drinking good. I mean you had something in your hand at all times out there, man. I just gotta know what was going on. How, how did Vegas treat you though? Before we we hop into the the nitty gritty of the podcast here, man, it's been man. A, it's been a minute. You know, every time we take really off a week, is. every time we take off a week, muff, it feels like we take off a year. And I feel like we say it all the time, like, yeah, we're 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 gonna drop on Wednesday this week. We're getting there. It's it's a running joke, but we will get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we really gonna get there eventually, man. As long as everybody keeps supporting, as long as everybody keeps subscribing, and everybody. Long as they keep following Fabs F A B S three hundred four, day the number one lifestyle and V Muffin Man three two, we'll eventually get there and drop every single Wednesday. Shoot, hey man, we get to a point we might be able to drop twice a week. But man, like you know, outside of everything, you know, I, I you know I joke a lot. I, I love, I just love life, man, and and I was blessed to be able to make that trip. Um, you know, no no joke, man. I was just very blessed, man. Like. You know, my mom, she was out there for a, a conference doing the amazing things that she always does. My little sister, my not-so-little sister, you know, she turned 12 on the 6th of this month. So, um, you know, we were able to take her out there and just have a good time. My uncle came with us. So, you know, we got to eat at a lot of great restaurants. I tried my first lobster roll, which was absolutely amazing. Like, you know, I love food. And my first time having that, I was blown away. Wait, had so you so never had different... a lobster roll in Maryland? Never. Like, we don't, we have crabs up there. So, it's like... Really, the lobster roll is, from what I understand, Maine, is based Northeast, up there in right? like Maine. Yeah, the Maine. Yeah. But they had it out there, man. It was so good. The one I had, man, it was it was just covered in, 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 in butter and chives. My mom got the one with mayo and something else. And I had a side of, like, like uh, sriracha aioli. And mm. I'm not even a mayo fan, but it was really good, man. Like, that was the first dish 
that was within like the first 30 minutes of me being there and that's the one i posted up on instagram anybody follow me y'all know y'all i know y'all saw that yeah that's at the tone for the weekend huh that's at the that's at the tone for the whole week essentially man i'll tell you what bro i didn't want nothing else that whole weekend but i tried so many different food places like outside of everything like i'm just i was just literally blessed bro like i can't even like I can't even say nothing else, bro. I was blessed. Got to see so many different things, see the smile on my family's faces. Like, that's all that matters to me, you know? Like, it was, it was crazy, man. So many food places, so many shopping centers, so many hotels, so many everything, man. Like, it was, the energy out there was crazy, bro. For sure. And, and, and you know I got to get my jokes off on you because, as I said, we didn't get to go on last week. Not because of just that. It was we're just, just a, a crazy week. But, I mean... You know, I see my guy living life, and and that's what we got to do. We got to clown <laughs> and, each other. Uh, and I got me some new stunner shades, so you know I'm I'm wearing these right now. <laughs> I was gonna let it slide. I was gonna let it slide, man. But since you brought it up, yeah, you, you got you got the whole look going on right now too. But like oh, I said, uh, I fully agree with you. I mean, I know we talked about it before, probably years ago when we first started the podcast. But I mean, anytime you can get get to travel. I mean, I got some traveling coming up um, mm-hmm. as we record this, basically. So. I mean, I, I, I realize traveling a lot of times does take a little bit of money. And I know everyone's got different pockets. I know everyone's got different things going on in their life. Mm-hmm. But with that said. And I mainly mean, different jobs. Number yeah, one. Sure. And, I'm a, I'm a, and this is a sidebar, man. Life. Get your life shit off, is going Life is going to happen. <laughs> but I want all our followers, all our loyal followers, all of our new followers to listen to this and listen to this very close, man. Because at the end of the day, you got one life to live. But you live. You either choose to live every day, or you choose, or you choose to slowly wither away every day. And what me and my dog Garrett is trying to do is we're choosing to wake up every day and live every day, man. But if you have a chance to travel, man, forget what that job's saying. Tell them you ain't gonna be here on these days, and tell them you ain't coming. And if they got a problem with it, go find another one. But that's besides the point, man. Go out there. And do look, everything look. that you can possibly do. Like, seriously. And you going to cut me off and quit, but I'm going to finish this <laughs> sidebar. Go do what you, you want you to do. Because this life is beautiful. And I'm just so blessed. My dog Garrett's so blessed because he's going to be moving around in the couple next couple weeks. Man, go out there and do what you want to do, man. Don't let nobody tell you what to do, man. Go out there and do it and live your life, man. Because life is beautiful and life is amazing. And if you sitting in, you know, sad... Every day, get up because the the more you get up, the more you move around, the less chance you have to be that man. Hey, go go out there and see it, man. How many? Life how many? It's beautiful. How many uh, Gary V conferences did you go to out there, man? You got the motiv- motivational speaking going on right now. I went to one motivational conference, but my motivation was Fat Tuesdays when they had them slushies filled up in my cup. What are you talking about? Stupid. You already know what's going on. You already you feel me. You already know what's going on. But look, Mo, for real, I, I fully agree with you. But but with that said, like I said, everyone doesn't get a chance to go as much or as often as as other people do. But when you can, I mean, take advantage of it. Um, but with that said, I mean, you know, I think a big debate that happens, and this happens in every town, I feel like, especially in West Virginia. People want to get out and see more. People want to move. My, my thing is with everything, I mean, you see it even where I'm at now. You're seeing it probably where you're from. You're seeing it where you're at now. People think they got to move. And to me, every situation is different, people. Some people, I think it's good if you move. And you could always move back. Other people, I think, you know, if you're able to travel a lot, 
you know, maybe you could stay wherever you grew up at or this, that. But I just think more than anything, you got to get out and experience it for yourself. Because if you don't, I think you'll regret that. I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for myself. You know, you got to get out and see the world, see the country. I mean, see, there's even mm -hmm. in your state, there's so much endless stuff that you could you could go out and check out. So I think yeah, everyone's I situation say, is different, man. you know, but. I was about to say, it don't even got to be outside your state, man. Like, sometimes there's things that you don't even see because you just want to stay in your direct hometown. There are so many different things inside of your state that you can do, man. Just go out. Like, find a friend. Find a couple friends. And if you don't got no friends, find a family member. Because I'm sure you got somebody you vibe with. And if you ain't got nobody you vibe with, it might be something going on. But that's besides the point, bro. Go, Just go out and explore, man. Go get up. Take an hour drive and just say, man, I'm going to go do this today. I'm going to go eat this today. Go eat something different. Go see something different. Go to a different environment and smell something different. Go to a museum and feel something different, bro. Like, whatever you can nah, do, don't be, just don't do be touching different. nothing at a museum. You'll get in trouble. Don't hey, listen got, to them up, Hey, man. if it's art, don't touch that joint. Because if it breaks, you got to pay for it. Real live. But man, artists, really, I, I, love, I love being in the artist field, though, Muff, because some artists what's art art is so conceptual it's like what 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 de, what defines a piece from being a everything is piece art in a five everything million is art piece? if you created it it's art created it a jump shot is an art kobe you know being able to cook is an art doing this what we do is an art being able to make a t-shirt is an art but everything is an art and that's why i love it because it's, it's not subjective or it is subjective what i don't know how to use that that adjective right there <laughs> Well, Muff, like we said, man, get out and travel. But if you are traveling, be, you got to be a little careful, too. If you didn't see, Muff, a man was stranded for five days with this dog in the car. <laughs> he was in the car trying to get out of Oregon, out on the outskirts of Portland. This was about a week back. And, you know, the, the storm just got crazy. So he said, I'm going to take a nap in my car. Next thing you know, the snowstorm's up above his car. Almost. He couldn't move at all. And him and him being Jeremy Taylor, 36-year-old dude, he was with his dog Ally. Now they survived by eating taco sauce packets from Taco Bell and periodically starting his vehicle. For I know his ass was on fire, bruh. Five days, <laughs> five days. Bro. His ass was on fire. I know it was, bruh. Hot sauce pack, Taco Bell hot sauce five packets days. for five days. Damn, Daniel. I gotta know, was it fire hot? Because if it was fire hot, he was really hurting. He, he was definitely on fire, literally. Did he at least have water? Water? He had some water? No, nah, I mean, I guess he probably gotta eat the snow, if you think about it. That's smart, though. Because look, he might have made some like spice, like mucho picante, like, like, like slushy ice cream type stuff. But then again, I don't know if he could even open his door. That's, that's another thing, though. Oh, so he was really trapped inside that joint. I mean, I think it, it sounded like, I mean, maybe it wasn't over top the vehicle, but I mean, it was, it was deep. I mean, it, he was, he was packed in there, man. It was treacherous, but they rescued him out and his dog ally was all good. I, I'm happy, man. That's like a, that's like a good story. I feel good story. And at the end of the day, now it's funny to look at that. Damn, you know that's what I'm saying? Savage. He was eating Taco Bell. He, I feel like Taco Bell, a good PR move, Taco Bell, listen to me and Muff. You can I mean, talk shoot. to this guy now. I mean, shoot, if he eating them hot sauce packets and his... His ass on fire. He might that might have been what kept him warm. Out oh, there. for sure, for sure. Real live. Them <laughs> joints will probably keep his <laughs> better than a space heater. Real live. <laughs> and, and, and Muff, you know I had a I had a, I got to cut you some bail this week. Kind of, I guess I should say backhand compliment. Last week I was getting on Muff for being 
now essentially a Florida man since he is down there in Florida. You know, we hear all these stories about quote-unquote Florida man. And I just want to read this week's Florida man. He strikes again. This time, he was robbing a liquor store, and he put on the Spider-Man mask. Now, this is the thing. I don't know what bottle he was going after. I think it was some Palmasone, something cheap. He tried to go in there. Now, rookie mistake, though. He wakes till he gets right in front of the door, and he's looking around, and then he finally puts the mask on him off. Spider-Man would never do that. Spider-Man would have came in from a mile away to the door and done it. So they he caught him through the 10 minutes after he did it, Muff. They, he didn't He didn't get away. He didn't get to drink the liquor. What a waste of stealing. I know people steal everywhere, but if that's not Florida, man, I don't know what is. But outside of that, like, and I only drink water, so I couldn't tell you, you know what I mean, the different brands. But some Paul Masson, you going to go in there for some Paul Masson? Like, come on, bro. At least go in there for some Bel Air or something real crazy. Like, at least something that you could pawn on the streets or something. I'm getting the limited edition Duce bottle if I'm trying to steal from a No from joke. Store, he go in that joint and get some Parmesan. Boy, quit. Your ass geeking. Twelve dollar geeking. bottle. Come man. on. Come on, man. Come did, on, did, man. Muff, did you see the article about the indictment about like I think it was like fifty celebrities? Well, I should just say rich people, but one of the people were um Aunt Becky from Full House. She she bribed mm-hmm. USC. 500 they gave him five hundred thousand dollars basically to have her youtube vlog daughter get accepted in the usc did you get to see anything yeah. on that was that hold on, hold on hold on this is this is two separate occasions so one it was a funny ass tweet and i i was just dying off this joint man if my child is paying 500k a year they better get in the hogwarts forget usc but was it was it that same joint where she was like y'all don't really care about school like i wanted to go just for the the yep. games, the the party <laughs> yep. culture, stuff like that, bro. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, that's a different kind of privilege, and I ain't. That's that's another conversation. I said, say this. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's another conversation. But, bro, that's crazy. Now, Muff, let crazy. me tie it back into you though, because a Florida man, not all of them. I don't believe it was all of them, but at least like ninety eight percent of them. Yeah, but some of the students that were getting in was because of the ACT. I really don't know how they rigged it exactly, but basically this guy from Florida, really smart guy, but not smart enough, I guess, he basically did the ACTs for him, and he didn't even cheat on the actual ACT. He just was very good at it. He was very smart. He basically got a perfect score for him. So then again, that's how that ties back in to Florida, man. So, you know, a little bit more light on Florida, man, this week. He was actually kind of smart, but not that smart because in the end, he still got arrested and and then Spider-Man didn't get to even drink the liquor. So, 0 for 2 for you this week on Florida, man, Muff. Man, they might have been 0 for 100 million. I can't name a time where I seen Florida, man, in the news there was something positive or something victorious. Do you think, though, if you were, like, the kid, like, maybe not Aunt Becky's kid, because, I mean, like I said, she's a big YouTube vlogger, but some of the other kids, like, if... If I knew, like, I wasn't that smart, how are you going to get into Harvard? Like, don't you know something's up? Do you think, like, the kids, like, a lot of these kids knew something was up? Or do you think they just they were kind of just going about it? They don't think. They think on the privilege. They think on the privilege, bro. They think on the privilege. Like, period. There's no there's no thinking to it. No, nah, I, I, I guess, I guess in, a, in, a, in a sense you're right. Especially when it comes to, I mean, different, different reasonings. But, I mean, of course a big one is money i mean when you got money you look at things differently uh when you're in a different, different bracket 
You you don't you don't even worry. It, it's almost like you live in a bubble, basically. You know what I mean? You do. You live in a bubble. That's what it is. Like it's it's a bubble that, like, think of politicians. Think of politicians. Yeah, politicians. Think of billionaires. I mean, I mean, I, I think that's why a lot of times we we look at billionaires. Like, and just we, look and at look taxes, at, bro. Look how look how many taxes Amazon paid last year. Zero. You think he's thinking in the same bubble? As someone in the middle of the economy, low economy, even high economy, that's paying all these taxes, you think so? well, you think he's looking at that? I'm just thinking of it from a standpoint of like you, you're just not in touch with the everyday as much. So like if, if you're if you're raised to, to have that much money all the time, like you know going into that already mm-hmm. before you even go into college, I mean I'm looking at it from a from a day to day life standpoint. Like I, I'm not blaming the kids or nothing. I'm just saying like it's a whole different mindset. You don't you you, you don't stress like the, the stress. And that that a lot of people have is not the same. You know what I mean? It's 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 no it's the bubble. It really is. Here's a prime example, right? Because me and my mom, we love to watch Shark Tank together. We love to watch Undercover CEO. But Undercover CEO is a really great show because it shows you, right? That a lot of these CEOs, CFOs, you know, CTOs, they live in their own world. They're like, okay, this is what's going on with my company, and this is how it's supposed to work. They go in as an undercover CEO, of course, right? And they go in and do the actual work of these these companies. So for one, I was looking at Popeyes, right? And I love Popeyes. But they were looking at, you know, the people that fry the chicken. The people that take the take the orders at the register. They're looking at people that, you know, clean the bathroom, so on and so forth. And they're like, man, like this work is terrible. And then they then they go in and ask them, you know, what's your life about? What's what's happening in your life? What's what's going on? How much are you getting paid? Are you living paycheck to paycheck? And they're like, man, this is terrible. I could never do this. But you're the owner of this company. You have control of all this stuff that's going on. But you living inside this own bubble, you'll never see it because you only live in your world. Granted, we're living in the same world, but we ain't living in the same game. We ain't living in the same realm of things. So it's like that show is like the whole world. And essentially, you got people Mm -hmm. that are high ranking that don't know what the hell is going on at these lower levels. And right, these lower right, levels right. is what's he- keeping y'all up at these top levels. So it's like you're just living in this bubble. You don't really know what's going on. So it's like it doesn't affect you. So you don't think about it. And that's just my opinion on that. Right, right. You know? No, like, it's it's a good conversation. And it's 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 some conversations. If you're if you're a new listener on the podcast, mm-hmm. as I say always, the old listeners, I know you get tired of this. But we, we, we try to talk some of the similar things on here um, as far as the main topics. But... Sometimes we, we hop in different things and, and it's it's good to sometimes switch around though yeah. and, and discuss different things. But like I said, if you haven't saw that story, it's it's a big it's a big news story right now as Aunt Becky, a desperate housewife. I mean basically a lot of times when we see scandals when it comes to bribing, when it comes to payments in college, it's usually centered around um, you know, college sports, college basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, we just saw the thing with the Adidas reps getting getting arrested and uh you know so it's different to see it for all these ivy league schools and prestige schools you know some i'm not saying it's good but it's like ah there we go like there's some bad we we knew there's some some stuff raunchy stuff going on in, in different places you know what i'm saying so it's, it's 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 some i mean i'm not rooting for anything that's not in my business but you know and my grandma says it's always something it's never nothing it's always something no muff something that i did do research on this week for episode 41 was an article by uber they picked the top 50 most unique things that were left or lost in ubers in this past year and i just wanted to read off a few of them and see what your favorite was 
I picked about 10 of them. Let me tell you the number one. It was an eight-week-old coffee-colored chihuahua. How you leaving your pet? I feel like I don't Americans know how, love, I don't love know how you leave them little demons somewhere. They're going to start yeah, barking and tearing everything up. I don't know how you leave them somewhere. Number one. You know, I'm an uncle. You know I'm an uncle to chihuahua, so watch your mouth. But no, nah, little Clay, my boy Clay, he's, he's very calm and melancholy. But the majority of them chihuahuas is... Bro, they don't they don't let up. Number no, number two, six chicken tenders from Seven Eleven. That's that's disrespectful. Disrespectful, but at the same time, I don't even know if I had a chicken tender from Seven Eleven. Number one, <laughs> number two, number two. It ain't that good, but it's still disrespectful. <laughs> number two, they probably left it at like four in the morning, which is very understandable, and I can relate. Cause I've definitely left. I've definitely left some potato wedges and stuff in the oven overnight, which is very not good. Yeah, that's not good, bro. At like four in the morning. You probably did that in our old apartment to keep it real with you, but <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it wasn't good. Now we have a full set of 18k gold teeth, probably from Florida. Easily from Florida. We got a professional grade hula hoop. Someone's really missing out right now. I know they're really upset. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's that's probably easily like forgettable. It might have it. It was either a gift. It was definitely someone going to an EDM festival. Let's just yeah. keep it real. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Pupils dilated. Now a propane tank. Hank Hill. So they probably was forgetting about the episode that they was gonna record. That's true. And and your favorite word you like to hear I say it. A tray of eggs. Eggs. Say it how you really say it though. Let the let the viewers eggs. know how you say it. Yeah. Eggs. Here yeah, we go. You, you capping right now. Number five, breast pump with breast milk. Like the milk was in there? What? I, I, truth be told, I guess so. It's kind of weird. That's actually really weird. Let me get in a couple more for you real quick, Muff. Two packs of Italian sausage and a Thanksgiving ham. Come on, bro. Don't be that family member. But see, my thing is what else were they carrying? Maybe it was in a small bag. And they're like, I mean, oh, I they got must everything. must have had a cranberry or something. You know, I, I let that go because at the end of the day, they probably had a whole bunch of trays and stuff. And they might have just forgot it. Might have just, might have just missed it. A Babe Ruth signed baseball. Sand, it sounds like Sandlot all over again. The Great Bambino. I'm the Great Bambino. The Colossus of Clout. Colossus of Clout. The Colossus I wouldn't of have left clout. that ball in there. No way. We have this. Is, this is getting the nitty gritty now. One Gucci flip flop. So he was probably with two different joints I, that day. He probably left I mean, one of the just, other joints. That was a rough crib. night. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> just a rough night. Yeah. 10 pounds of pulled pork and 10 pounds of pulled chicken. Now, that's actually disrespectful. And yeah, I would have actually been mad. I know you'd be mad about that one. But last one, a full fish tank with fish in the water. I would have been like, how do you like that? That don't make sense to me. Because I don't think you forget that. Fish I think tanks, you're leaving out fish tanks are pretty huge. Especially if you got. A full tank with water and fish in it, bro. It's not small. I'm gonna call Uber out right here, bro. I, I have a good feeling that it might have been one of them little carnival bags, like the little Ziploc with the little goldfish in it. You, you know, anymore, I'm always thinking of marketing, and I feel like Uber picked a good reason to do that. You know, so I, I'm gonna jump out on the ledge on that one. I got a good feeling it wasn't no full fish tank, cause you know, you know, ain't nobody getting an Uber with a full fish tank. Who no one does that? Nah, I wouldn't be surprised, cause I seen one story where 
Matter of fact, it was a dude from West Virginia. He had took a trip from there. <laughs> hey, what, what, what? Listen, listen. Just because you're Florida, man, don't mean you gotta. Well, I mean, I guess I'm pencil, half Pennsylvania. Nah, right nah, now, nah. So. From Duff, like I don't want to put my university under there. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say uh, the already, full I thing. I already know. I already, I already know what you're about to say, bro. You know that this story I'm crazy. talking about. He took a story. He took an Uber like four hours away, and didn't know how he ended up there. The ride nah. was like two thousand dollars, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, he took it all the way to New Jersey. Bro. Yeah, to New Jersey. That's like four hours away, bro. But because for the listeners that haven't heard this story, a West Virginia student, you know, had a night out on, on High Street. And next thing you know, he took an Uber home home to all the way to New Jersey, where he's actually from his hometown. But Muff, if I'm the Uber driver, that is crazy. Like, if, if someone just passed out in your car that whole time, and, and you got to have time, man. That, that Uber driver said, I got time today. He saw that surge. <laughs> he saw the surge at 3.30. He's like, yep, yeah, we're going to Jersey, baby. Imagine you waking up home. and being like, where am I at? Am I at my dorm? Like, no, you're you're home. You're home. Like, there's your mother. There's your father. Like, imagine waking home. up. Yeah, imagine just waking up and just getting out. Like, all right, your stops here, and you're looking around like, whoa. This ain't this isn't Spruce Street no more. What is going on? Bro, Jersey I would have like Bro, just imagine spending two bands on an Uber to go all the way home to be like, you know what? I actually have to really go all the way back to my school because I have class tomorrow. I would have been sick. Real live in that joint, bro. I would have been sick. I can't even lie to you. I probably... Man. Him, I mean, his his wallet would be sick, too. I mean, I, I wouldn't even want to... Like you said, I think it was over 2500 but that's like a I terrible said, the Uber day. driver made time that that the Uber driver made sure he had time for that. That's a terrible but, day. I'm canceling all my other subscriptions. That's I'm telling everybody I ain't coming back till tomorrow. But Muff, we're about thirty minutes. We're about thirty minutes in on the podcast, and we haven't even discussed anything sports related. I don't know if that's good or bad for listeners. I feel like everyone likes a little bit of everything. But I mean, I, I guess we should get into sports at sometime today, right? Might as well. Hey, man, we've been catching up, man. It's been a week and a half, two weeks almost. 92 weeks, I, but. I, I'm not going to lie to you. This is, like, literally my favorite time. I know we say this a lot, but this is literally my favorite time as March Madness starts next week and the conference tournaments are happening right now as we speak. Um, but it's so hard to talk about because I want to talk about it, but who knows by the time someone listens to this, you know, I, it's hard to say who's winning, who's losing, but just know, like, this is the best time. Like, tomorrow, and, and we're recording this, and, uh, you know, the next few days that – you know, the next few days, there's games starting at 12, and there's games all day. And as a basketball junkie, you can't ask for anything more than that. Like, you know when you don't have to skip a commercial, you can literally flip to another game. That's all you want to ask. That's all us basketball fans want to watch. You know what I mean? We don't want no commercials. No fillers. We want straight hoops. Hoops. We want straight hoops. It's almost March Madness time. You know we want tournaments. You know we want brackets getting shooken up. And by the way, we are going to have a bracket challenge coming up. So if y'all are up for the challenge, we just want to see what y'all got, man. What y'all think? What are y'all predictions? Because that will be coming up soon. We do have a couple free things. It's, it's, it's about to go up this week. You'll see them online. Nothing crazy, but something that, like I said, is free. So 
y'all can't complain to me about anything that's free if you want it. So at all, just 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 follow. If if you follow us online, you'll see it. And uh, you know, courtesy right to you. We'll we'll bring it, ship whatever. You'll you'll see that very soon. You know, I do want to say, like I said, it depends on when you listen. But regardless of the outcome, I just want to say our WV Mountaineers came up strong, very strong. You put the, the K in there, junk. Because they were they they were they were just that Hoops. we ended up with the upset against Oklahoma. We were we were a six and a half underdog to Oklahoma, and and Derek Colliver, man, just in foul trouble. The refs seemed like they had it out for him a little bit tonight. And, and to give you some context, we're recording this on a Wednesday night. This is up on Thursday, but this is good for the whole week, good for the whole month. But like I said, I just got to shout out the Mounties because our season could have been right then done. And, and those young guys put it out on the line. Everyone was battling tonight. And as I said, I don't know what's going to happen the next few days, but let's just say I got a good feeling about it, Muff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we this is a time to go go on a good streak and we got nothing to lose man nothing, nothing to, to lose. lose man let it all out on the table man put them shots up if you open throw it up man you never know what's gonna happen you never know what's gonna drop 10 more games gets us gets us the national championship but let's facts. get through the big 12 first and big if we get through first, the big 12 you know what i mean we, we're we're in the we're in a tournament but you never know what'll happen besides the mountaineers muff i'm i'm excited zion's coming back the acc tournament's gonna be a very good one um, this whole weekend. I mean, this whole weekend is just going to be fun with a lot of games. And then, like you said, Selection Sunday is coming up. So we, we definitely will try to get a podcast early in the week. But like I said, it's just so hard to talk about what we see. I mean, I do want to talk a couple of the matchups. Like I said, Virginia, UNC, and, and, and Duke's going to be going to be battling out in the ACC. Also, the, the SEC with Kentucky and Tennessee because we got to see who's going to be these number one spots. I look back, like I said, I think seeding in the tournament and what bracket you get in, what what region. I mean, it could be so big. So I think the region is the biggest part. Damn near. For sure. You, you, I mean, like I said, West Virginia the last few years has, has got a tough draw. And when you get a tough draw, when you're playing teams that are, you know, one seeds, of course that's going to happen. But, I mean, we've been playing some very tough teams over the years. And, you know, for, for, for other teams, sometimes it's just a bad matchup. Matchups are, are very big, too. And I love to see a couple Cinderella teams, you know, match up well against some of these big Power 5 conferences and take them down. Um, more than more than anything, so I can't wait next week. Like you said, we we'll have the brackets. We got some uh, stickers, free stickers. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep you keep you in the loop on that as it is our favorite time. But Muff, also we got we got a bunch of other sports stuff going on. You know, um, the the NFL free agency kicking up, cooking up, heating up. However you want to describe it. I mean. My Steelers, I don't know what's going on. Every team in the division wants to make moves. I mean, I don't even count the Bengals, but yeah, the Ravens are making moves. The Browns, I mean, OB. Browns is trying to go crazy, and they got a young group of young group of guys over there that's about to make it happen. Nick Chubb at running back with hey and Cyber. I only know one real. I only know one true Browns fan, man. Shout out to Coach Cyrus. Back there in Salisbury, he the only true Browns fan I know. So if I see any new Browns fans popping up, nah, don't do that now though. We we got to give our guy Eric Jordan episode. Oh uh, yeah, and Eric, shout out to Eric Jordan. They're the OGs though. They're OGs. That's true. Though. 
That's true. You don't know any young Browns fans. That's I don't know no young Browns fans. So if you popping up and you a Browns fan, we know what's up. Shout out to my boy Eric Jordan and shout out to my boy Coach Cyrus, man. They both went to SU too, so you already know what's going on. Yeah, man. I I, I hate to say it, but I'm actually happy for Browns fans mm-hmm. um, because they've been bad for so long. It's like I, I I don't know. I just feel like that city. I mean, you saw what happened when Braun won the ship there. I mean, Cleveland was popping, so like. I just feel like, you know, it's a good thing for the economy. I'll go with that. It is. <laughs> I'll go with that right now. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I, I do want to see what Baker and, and company is able to do. Like I said, if anything, they'll be an exciting team. And uh, it'll really kind of bring back a, a, a more rival with the Steelers. And like I said, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. It's going to be fun to see if the Steelers can keep up. And, uh, you know, to, to a lot of to these teams making moves right now. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, Le'Veon Bell. As we know, sign with the Jets. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I, I think Le'Veon's a great player, but a running back's a dime a dozen nowadays. I mean, honest to God, Muff, I mean, think about it. Todd Gurley got paid last year, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you saw James Conner step in for the Steelers and ball out. I'm not saying they're scrubs. I mean, there's definitely better running backs than others, but a lot of these guys can step in. It's not like your franchise quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, who, your franchise who, quarterback's a franchise quarterback. So. Who said he's the only one to... To sit out for a pay cut. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, a lot of people are talking about the guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Now, my only thing with the guaranteed money is he still sat out a whole year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm all for players getting their money. You know what I mean? I, I mm-hmm. don't I don't want to see owners be the only ones making money. That's that's I, I don't like that. I, and sometimes it ain't even about the money, man. It's about the situation, man. Like, if something's healthier for you, if something makes you feel better, if something is better for your, your future career, man. Who cares about that pay cut? Who cares about all that stuff, man? Because if you're more happy, if you're more whatever, bro, that's what it is. People say that wins and losses, that's what us as fans care about, and that's very true. But, I mean, for me, I root for the players also in life. I mean, that's what makes people enjoyable when when they seem like good stand-up people off 100%. and on the field. And I agree with you, but, Keep going, keep going. I, I agree with you 100%. Nah, but, but, but with that said, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, of course with the CTE and the other things with football, related around football, you have guys that are more open to saying, hey, afterwards wins and losses don't mean nothing. All that matters is, is the paycheck. So, I mean – you can see people's points you know that's the thing that was brought up with a b a lot but i just think there's a way of doing that though still i'm not mad at any player for for thinking of their self by any means um but i do think the camaraderie like of a team and stuff is is good too i I think is a a fine balance and i know that's a a a bad easy answer easy way out of this conversation but i'm just saying I, i see i see things from different sides and i think that you can't be mad at players for wanting to for wanting to get the most money. You know what I mean that that they think they deserve. I'll, I'll never I'll never be mad at someone for betting on themselves. Hundred percent, because you know what I mean. I know you're gonna bet on yourself anytime, and I'm gonna bet on myself hundred percent anytime. But at the same time, like you said, man, like, bro, if something is a better situation for you, if if something just ain't good for you, it don't matter how much you're getting paid, it ain't gonna work out. Oh, but but Muff, let me let me just say this though. At the same time, I don't see the Jets being nice at all. So. <laughs> I got somebody. I got somebody who would disagree with you there. Muff, let's 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 bring on our friend Sarah. You know, she she's the the biggest Jets fan that we know, along with biggest biggest New York fan. That's true. <laughs> Shout out to Salad Dressing, Sarah Desner, aka S Des, aka I pull up from half court. It don't matter where I really shoot from because I'm gonna make that joint. You feel me? 
all that muff, but I, I need to hear her her take on the <laughs> Jets. So Sarah, welcome aboard on the Day One Lifestyle Hello. Friends, the podcast. Let me hear your take on the signing of Mr. Taco Bell, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Mr. What is his rap name? Yeah, what, what? Give me, give me your analysis on the mixtape. Actually, that's more important. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I opted not to listen to the mixtape, and I'm just gonna judge him on his football ability. Um, I believe his, I believe his rapper name is Juice, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's really hype about the New York get yeah, about the New York fans supporting this mixtape. I don't know who those people are. Um, I don't, I don't want to listen to that. But as a Jets fan, I feel like this signing is necessary. At, I mean, at least like you got to get somebody. They have Sam Darnold, who they think is the answer, and and I, I think I threw a shoe during the draft when they picked him, so I wasn't all in on him. And but that's more so because I was in on Baker. But nothing they could have done about that. Um, but you know, so you, so you like the signing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They it, they had no. I mean, they had Bilal Powell. He got hurt. He's his NFL career is probably over. He had a major injury. Um, and then they have Elijah McGuire, who they got in the, the fifth or sixth round um, last year, and or two years ago. I can't even remember. But they they love him. They think he's the second coming of Le'Veon. He's like he can catch it. He can run. He has patience when he runs. Blah blah blah. But he's not Le'Veon Bell. And I've heard a lot of stuff about Le'Veon's, like, old and all this stuff. Le'Veon took a whole year off of football. So, <laughs> his legs are fresh. He's recording a rap album. He's working out constantly. I've seen him, te- I seen him teasing, like, he was working out with someone from the Chiefs. And he's like, what if I play for the Chiefs? He's constantly working out with different people from different That would have been crazy. That would have been insane, and I probably would have been very upset, even though I love me some Fat Mahomes. Yeah, um, I like Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, when have we ever seen someone throw a no-look pass in the NFL until that? <laughs> like, that was insane. But, yeah, I mean, I like Elijah Maguire a lot, but he's not a number one backer right now. Um, but, I mean, you have to even, – even if Le'Veon's not good, at least Jets fans, this is the – this is so as a Jets-Mets-Knicks fan, ugh, awful. But all we want to see really is, like, an attempt. So, like, mm-hmm. oh, you actually tried to make our team better. Okay. I mean, that's all we can ask for since – I think in my 24 years, I've seen the Jets make the playoffs three times um, when I was cognizant of actual football. So, I mean, you you have to. Like, you're going against Tom Brady twice a year. You got to try something, anything. Anything will work. <laughs> I think I think the last real run that I saw was it was back in high school. I don't know what year it was, but when they uh, first drafted Mark Sanchez. Yep, LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah, and, L- mm-hmm. and, and LT, they were like, yeah, we're really about to make a run for it. And I think that was and the last did. time I really saw them. And Mark they, they were gone. Like, yeah, AFC, cha- AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the, that's really the last quarterback. And Ooh. they kind of... Uh, I'm gonna throw it back. I'm gonna throw it back even farther. What about my guy Curtis Martin? Curtis, yeah. Well, well, that's a whole thing. So Le'Veon is a huge Curtis Martin fan, from what I've heard. 
So that had a huge part in his decision to go to the Jets. He played at Michigan Ooh. State. He likes the green and white. Le'Veon's very odd. Um, and whoa, he, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, th- you think the, the color had anything to do with it? That's what he said. No, he late. tweeted. He tweeted. It he's like, like, I'm back in the green and white. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, does that matter? Like, you care about the color? Like, I don't know. He's very. That's something Muff would do. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Hey, <laughs> hey, watch your mouth. You watch your mouth. There, he's a very unique individual so who knows same thing with antonio brown they're very unique they want to be in their own category of Mm -hmm. the position they want to be more than their position um so i don't know what his deal was but he literally said he's like i'm back in the green baby he tweeted something like that and uh he i wouldn't be surprised honestly this is the first real running back i've seen since lt and lt was in the decline which people say just from his age, but he's a thousand yard rusher. Um, got us the AFC title, so <laughs> lost. But yeah, L- let me let me ask you why you're on here. Do you feel like football players are trying to be more and more like basketball players because they see the 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 paycheck that they're getting and just how they're more not 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 necessarily outspoken, but I guess they're like because they're not wearing helmets because you know what i mean mm-hmm. we see them all the time walking in the stadium i mean walking into the arena like i don't know i just feel like basketball players are looked at in in, in a different light well basketball players are also supported in a different light adam silver is very, is very supportive of 100. of what they're doing um i remember they wore the can't breathe shirts like adam silver is just very supportive of of social movements and stuff like that mm-hmm. so um the nfl is not so supportive with things right right yeah so it's it's i definitely think that the players are trying to get a grasp on who they are as players and if they can be more than just a running back more than just a wide receiver now i think antonio brown is more of like a a showman and Le'Veon's more of like and he said this before like i'm trying to do this for the people that come up after me these running Mm -hmm. backs that come up after me so um i do yeah absolutely like like you said we don't see them like we see odell we see his face everywhere Mm -hmm. like we see tom brady right exactly we see tom brady but like how many times are we gonna see antonio brown unless he's dancing like it's it's they're really gonna try and make a name for themselves and i agree it's very like they're trying to follow the mold of the nba and i think you know, I'm not a huge LeBron fan, but I think he's done a good job in making a mold, and he has that new show that they go on and stuff. So I think I think the main problem is between the NFL and the NBA is that the NFL is more so like, okay, you're a partnership in this thing, but I still own you. Mm. The NBA is more, you're an entrepreneur. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you to use your platform to do whatever you want to do it also has to do with the numbers on the field like Mm -hmm. so there's so many of them like who are you going to pick out of your team like it could be right right right. it it can be an offensive lineman if that is who is representing your team well 
But at the same time, how many offensive linemen are really represented? Right, exactly. Isn't it more posi- isn't it more offensive Absolutely. skill players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarterbacks, Absolutely. wide receivers, yep. and some DBs. Yep. Even even if you t- take the Jets again, like Jamal mm-hmm. Adams, he's a really like he's a safety, and you haven't seen many safeties. I mean, um, Ed Reed was really big in the in the media and stuff, but mm-hmm. many safeties that are outspoken. It's usually the position players, like mm-hmm. you said, Muff. Like. It's it's wide receivers, it's running backs, it's mostly quarterbacks. Um, but but like like you said, G, like we don't see a lot of those guys. We don't see the offensive linemen. We don't see the defensive linemen. We rarely see a linebacker. Like um, so, I think I think it really has to do with the NFL kind of picks who they want for each team to like be the face of that team. Yeah, yeah. yeah like JJ Watt. The old right, JJ exactly. Watt. Like JJ Watt. Right. Yeah, like who's great guy, the best for our whole J- brand. Right. JJ is a great I genuinely I mean, we don't know him, but I genuinely believe no, he's yeah, a yeah, great he's human being. Like he won uh the Walter Payton Walton Walter Payton Award before he even walked on the field. Like he was right, donating right, all right. this money to Houston, blah blah blah. Oh, jeez. So, like, <laughs> so they, so like, it's it's who you pick. Pepper, <laughs> I'll cut, I'll cut it out. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> that's, that's your fault, one hundred percent. So I, I just think it has to do with who the NFL picks of who's gonna be the good guy on your team. Like, like if we use the Steelers, like Big Ben is the guy. It it doesn't sure. matter. And Big Ben's corny too to me. So. Oh, absolutely. And for what I've seen, Big Ben isn't really what he's perceived to be. But of course, I, I, I'm not well, in that organization. Number two, I don't watch football as much as I, as you probably watch, as y'all probably watch. And number three, I don't know what the hell is going on in that organization. <laughs> I'm over here watching it, from the outside looking in. I can't even get in the club. Man. Listen, it's hard big, to, it's hard big to Ben. Tell see, I I disagree. Big Ben is exactly what he's perceived to be. Like what his teammates tell us, I get that. Like, mm-hmm. remember when they they uh, they drafted um, uh, Rudolph? They drafted Rudolph, and he was like, "I'm not mentoring him." Like, yeah, that's who you are, and like mm-hmm. you either accept that as an organization, or you say. No, you're not going to be that guy. No, he's going to be that. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. They're going to yeah, take whatever it is. It, when you when you win Super Bowls, I mean, I guess it's not the case for someone like Flacco, as we saw, he got right. moved out the way. But yeah. for I mean, a guy like that I can't said, complete I, a pass, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think Big Ben <laughs> is is you know he's done his thing. But for me, I, I'll say this: I I think you know he's a great quarterback. I think AB is a great receiver. I I think both of them's corny, not because of what's happened the past year. I just think in general. Now people probably think I'm corny, so it's okay. But I'm just saying, like, just as yeah, a person, I mean, it what is what it is. Like, yeah, it's like and tell them they can't guard you. But, That's what you gotta tell them. They can't guard you. Can't guard me. But, period. But honestly, like Juju's kind of corny too, and I love him. Facts. Like, you're, but you're he's right. he's right. a cornball. Like he rides yep. a bike and like makes videos and stuff like that. And but, I mean. You could you could say I will say it, it's not for me, but I will say though the whole juju thing is he he's probably he's he's doing what I was talking about though I guess on the marketing standpoint of how long will we get to ride that wave I don't know right. but I mean I mean that's what I was kind of asking you guys about with the with the at, at less less of the actual social issues with more as like as just a marketing um, mm-hmm. with it, so I, so I, it'd be interesting to see if Juju can keep up his production with him keep do, doing how good he's doing right now. It's not been a problem, but once his production starts to slide a little bit, then we're seeing all that stuff. Then it's gonna be like, all right, bro, like 
same thing people say to Levy on like, all right, bro, quit rapping. Like, yeah. You know and what I'm I saying? and, and, yeah. and so. here's my here's my honest take on it. I don't think he's gonna decline. I think he's gonna go up. Because now he's going to be the real target. He's going to be the but go-to he, guy. He could get more double teams. I mean, it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. It's hard to and, say. And, man, and that's the thing. Who else on the Steelers are you playing? I mean, yeah. I, it's it's Juju. Like it's Juju. James Conner is in Juju a. Be? <laughs> is in a James Conner is in a crazy receiver, but um, they they I don't know. I I like James. Hey. He's a very good running back. I'm gonna tell you this. I don't even want to talk about my Steelers right now because it's not football <laughs> season, and guess what? I, it not, it's not looking the best right now. Listen, so guess it's, what? it's baseball season slash uh, uh, March Madness. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what me and Muff were talking about earlier. But you know what's funny? I'm not going to – but before before you get off here, I'm not even going to ask you about either of those two yet. <laughs> I got to ask you about your New York Knicks. Is Zion oh, a lock? And is Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant coming? That's all I got to know. Listen, Zion is not a lock because the Knicks like to shoot themselves in the foot. And to be honest, they'll probably end up with like a th- the third pick, which is not Zion, which is not RJ Barrett. So <laughs> it's not good. You get jaw. You get jaw. No, we don't need a, we don't need a, a point guard, though. We just traded for Frank, Dennis right. Smith. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but Dennis Smith Jr. and Fizz really likes uh, uh, Emmanuel Moutier, so it's it's probably going to be hard for them to even draft uh, a point guard. I mean, if he's there, obviously he's the best player uh, available. But Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are so emotional. I don't know what they're. You know, going if you want do. that. Do you yeah, want that though? Well, I, want I, that? I want it. They're great basketball players. I don't I don't yeah. care. Honestly, I I genuinely don't care about their them being emotional. They're human beings. I kind of like it. But on on the on the emotional side, you don't know what they're going to do. Like they will say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to the Knicks," like and all this stuff will come out, like Kevin Durant signing with the Knicks, and then all of a sudden he'll be like, "No, I'm going to go back to the Warriors." Like and that's just him and Kyrie are like that. They don't they don't really uh i wouldn't say they don't stick to one thing but they're emotional guys they they really work off of emotion so it's i have no clue what's gonna happen and it's the new york mix so i don't i don't know if anything's gonna fall into place if i had to bet on it i would say nothing that they are betting on would work <laughs> if, I, if I had to be honest, I'll remember that. I'm gonna remember it, so I don't I hope put so. up any dumb bets. Yeah, I hope so. Remember I mean, it. obviously, I'm optimistic. I talk about this all the time with, with uh, my fellow Nick fans. I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Zion Williamson, plus uh, I don't know if you've seen much of Mitchell Robinson, but he's very yeah. good. Yeah, he's Mi- nice. yeah, Mitch is very good. He doesn't have any post moves, but he'll uh, dunk the ball and he'll play defense. So that's that's all you can ask for. And, and Dennis Smith Jr. And that's a solid five if you can get them. You can move Dennis to the two. But uh, I don't I don't really I'm not banking on it. Now sidebar, now sidebar. And this is this is still basketball, but like Sarah, cause you watch you don't watch basketball more than I do. Gary, you watch a little bit more basketball than I do as well. What do y'all think? Like granted Luka Doncic is mm. is is phenomenal. He's a phenom, he's he's guy. great. But what do y'all think about the Mavs pushing him to the side when he came in? Because Dennis Smith Jr. is a great, amazing talent. He's got great athleticism. 
He had a great jump shot. He can get to the bucket whenever he wants to get to the bucket. You know what I mean? He's averaging almost, you know, 19 and, and 8 every single game. And those stats are probably off, you know what I mean? But, like, what do y'all think about them kicking him to the side and still? But I, I now, now here, here's my personal opinion. I'm going to let y'all give y'all. I think he was really doing great before, you know, Luka came. And now that he's on his own, you know, he, he can kind of create his own environment and everything like that. He's back to what he normally is, is capable of doing. What do y'all think about, you know, his, his his level of talent and him now being into a new system? What do y'all think? I think that uh, the best thing the Mavs could have done was trade Dennis Smith Jr. Luka is a large point guard. It's like this Ben Simmons era of point guard. So, mm-hmm. and, and even James Harden played point guard until CP3 came back. And um, Luca is is a unique talent. I don't want to say unicorn because the unicorn is also on his team, Kristaps Porzingis. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of see what he's see what he's doing now with a lack of support. The Mavs aren't horrendous, but they do play in the West, so it's not it's not great. Um, but as soon as Kristaps comes back, I. That could be a dynamic duo. That's mm-hmm. that's a scary that's a scary duo. They're very versatile. Luca's very athletic. Kristaps is very athletic. He can shoot the three. Um, I'm excited for to watch them play. I'm a Knicks fan, and I'm excited. I'll always cheer for Kristaps Porzingis. Um, I remember people crying at the draft because he was picked, and I was very high on him. Um, and and I wanted to see him do well, and it's not his fault that James Dolan is the worst owner in sports. Yep, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I think I think it, it's it's best for both situations. I like Dennis Smith a lot, yeah, and I too. also I saw like Luca. But as you said, Luca's definitely a ball dominant. As as you know, Dennis Smith is he, both of them need the ball in their hands. So. I mean, when you're the Mavs and the best player you can get is Luka, you're going to take him and you'll figure out the rest later. Right. And they, they made the, they made a, a move to, to trade him. And like I said, as you're seeing for the Knicks, I mean, Dennis Smith, he's playing good too. So I think both will have successful careers. And I, like I said, sometimes it, it, it's the, just the situation that you're in. And, and as we're seeing, not that Dennis wasn't doing good in, in Dallas, but as we're seeing, it, it can really transform how you're playing on the court. So, yeah. I mean, sometimes I change is good. Yeah, so. Dennis – Dennis will have a he'll be fine he'll be fine he's an NBA player I I really would like if if the Knicks got Kyrie and moved Dennis to the two Dennis can't really shoot the jumper so things that Kyrie can do Dennis can't really do um so if there's a kick out Kyrie will knock down that three Dennis is going to try and get to the rim so he's more of a slasher yeah so if he's on the wing and he's slashing that would be ideal and he can dunk he can do whatever he wants use his athleticism Mm -hmm. um and of course I want Kyrie Irving I mean he's a New Jersey guy I was about to say that (laughs) terrible terrible joke like I said you you definitely got to come back on here soon and talk more hoops especially around the nba playoff time but but before you get off give us your quick hitter who is gonna win the ncaa march madness tournament in the next month i mean you know i would say duke because i'm biased i am a duke fan um but i i really really like virginia they play defense they can score when they have to um, the, the scores are pretty low, but that's fine when you're absolutely defending the ball. Um, Kyle Guy can absolutely shoot the basketball, and I connect with that on a deeper level. <laughs> He's a hell of a guy. Um, and I, I just I just like them, and for some reason, I, I 
for some reason I'm leaning towards them. I might be wrong. Um, the ACC is very good. I also like, uh, of course, I like Duke. Um, the the matchup with Zion is defense, and and not even from an offensive standpoint. Defensively, he can guard one through five. So it de- it depends. He can match up with anyone. Um, but I do not like to pick the Blue Devils because anytime I pick them, they do not win. So I'll pick Virginia. <laughs> Me personally, I'm going with either the number twenty two or the number thirty eight seed. Random picks. Random picks. <laughs> and I guarantee you, they're going to be in at least a Sweet 16. Number 22 team or number 38 team. They're going to be in a Sweet 16. <laughs> and then nine th- and, and, and six times out of ten, they're going to win that championship. That's what I'm with. We're going to get you some shutout tonight, man. <laughs> All right? Hey, well, Sarah, like I said, we'll hey, get I'm you back on here soon. <laughs> Thanks for coming on and, and joining me and, and Mr. Residency. And, and, and Drake, Sarah, Drizzy and Sarah, Drake, and Sarah where, where can they follow you at, Sarah? Where can they follow you? Uh, Twitter. I want Sahara. I, yeah, Sahara L Desert. How you spell it? <laughs> Sahara. S-A-H-A-R-A. L. L. Desert. D-E-S-E-R-T. For y'all that, yes. the, for y'all that don't know how to spell dessert <laughs> and desert, it's D-E-S-E-R-T. And I'm going to spell it one more time. S A H A R A L D E S E R T. Follow her. Yep. She talks sports. I all day. Jets, all day. Jets, Mets, Knicks. That's my thing. Mountaineers. Yes, and of course the Mountaineers. Bleed that blue and gold. Always. All right, Sarah. Have a good one. All right, you too. <laughs> Muff, I, I really don't know what we're gonna do with your bracket. I feel like if we do do this bracket challenge, you may end up in last place, but. I'm not going to trash talk you. I'm just going to wait and see your bracket. As we said, we'll have that and some other good stuff coming up on next week's podcast after Sunday, Selection Sunday. But, Muff, I wanted to get in a Twitter bag real quick, the Twitter mailbag before we hop off here. We had a couple good things that people want to discuss. And someone reminded us, shout out to Andrew Beverage, (laughs) fine Kawasaki Monaki, as we used to call him back in the day. He said, I'm just wondering when the Muffin Man 3-2 is going to get the tattoo he promised. Now, if you don't remember, if you go back, Muff promised when the Red Sox won the World Series that he would get a picture of the old logo mascot on his bicep. And he has not got it yet. Time is clicking. You're taking these vacations. Soon come. I need to know when. When can we expect it? I use all my funds up to go to Vegas. So mm. just be patient. The summertime, I have another I have another pool saved up. And it's going to come. I'm going to put it right on my bicep. And it's going to be my left bicep. Because my right bicep, I ain't going to go into that too deep. We're going to say that for another time when I get my GQ appearance. Now, our guy Nate, shout out to Nate. He he said Muff's living large out here. How do I get like him, Nate? If if I could answer that for you, I I want to know the same thing. So Muff, please take the floor. You want to know how to get like me, Nate? Drink your orange juice every morning, like I tell y'all every doggone day. Drink your orange juice every morning. I'm getting fired up about it. That's how you live like me, man. And and if you're not drinking an orange juice, make a smoothie, man, with strawberry, spinach, and blueberries in it, and yogurt. That's how you do it. Period, and that's the that's the last time I'm gonna get fired up about it, cause I ain't gonna remind y'all no more. No, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna really remind y'all again. But seriously, drink your orange juice every morning. That's how that's how you live like this. Period. Like you can't do this no other way. And Garrett, vouch for me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong, Garrett. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something, but yeah, nah, you're right, hundred percent. No, no, that was it. Uh, on, on a serious note, Muff. Our guy Eb at Nick Ebert 304. He said he wanted he wanted us to discuss Michael Jackson. 
um, his music being taken off some some radio stations and and also on separating the art from the music or the art from the artist. Now, this is a very this is a very good topic. I'm being dead serious. This is a very good topic. I haven't got to watch the Michael Jackson documentary yet, which I, I feel like I need to to answer this question a little bit better. But um, I, I think we should. I know this is a bad answer, but I think we should save it for next week because we, we you know we had a nice episode so far today and i think we can go a little bit deep dive when we have more information on this so um let, let's save that let's save that for next week but let's end with at the cindy jackson says give us a good recipe for mexican street corn man the street corn man like so i actually had a little bit out there when i had my um my lobster roll out there in uh, Nevada, I ain't gonna go to a specific city. Everybody know what the city I was in. <laughs> they know the city I was in. We was, we was in Reno. <laughs> I'm getting y'all. I'm getting. But no, look. I think they usually put mayo on that joint. But I'm a, I'm I'm excluding that mayo because I hate mayo. You go to the the sour cream. You mix it up with like some like cayenne pepper or something like that. Cayenne pepper and um, like some uh, basil, something like that. I don't know. We might have to say this recipe for next week. I'm too fired up. I'm too fired up. The best recipe is the one that you make. If you like it, that's the recipe. That's the best. <laughs> it's been it's it's. I, I I'm feel serious. you, but it's it's been a great episode. It's episode 41. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. I gotta clock out so we can get this podcast up. As always. Thank y'all for listening. Thanks to Sarah for hopping on episode 41. And guess what? We'll be back next week, man. So we'll see y'all then. Real live. Hey, shout out to Sahara El Desert. Shout out to my boy Fabs304. Shout out to Dave, the number one lifestyle, because that's where we at. Shout out to life in general, and we out. Cut.